0: glucagon glucagon is a polypeptide hormone commonly used in the treatment of severe hypoglycemia it is fda approved for the treatment of severe hypoglycemia severe hypoglycemia is a life-threatening event treated with oral carbohydrate intake iv glucose or glucagon by various routes glucagon has attractive traits in the diabetic population due to its simplicity of use and safe administration not requiring patent iv access Patients with decreased levels of consciousness cannot safely consume the oral carbohydrates needed to raise their blood sugar without risk of aspiration, and obtaining IV access can be problematic in the diabetic population, which can prevent prompt administration of IV glucose. IV glucose also runs the risk of severe necrosis in the setting of IV medication extravasation. Glucagon is a reliable method of raising the patient's glucose and relieving Uh, severe hypoglycemia long enough for more definitive correction of the patient's glucose levels by mouth, particularly when IV access is unavailable to the provider or has failed. Glucagon is FDA approved as a diagnostic aid in imaging of the GI tract. Glucagon's role in gastrointestinal imaging is to reduce induced bowel and upper gastrointestinal tract hypotonia which permits more precise visualization of studies and procedures this is the same mechanism by which it helps esophageal food boluses pass. the primary indicated use of is to decrease peristalsis during abdominal vascular procedures such as treating esophageal varices and other gi bleeds glucagon is also utilized in biopsies access drainage gi stenting and gastrosomy 2 placement previously radiologists used anticholinergic agents for the same indication but switched to glucagon in the 1970s due to safer side effects profile glucagon has several off-label indications including beta blocker overdose therapy calcium channel blocker overdose adjunctive therapy and medical treatment of esophageal food impaction beta blocker overdose and calcium channel blocker overdose can be treated with high dose glucagon infusion in addition to beta-agonists such as epinephrine because of the logistical difficulties associated with obtaining large amounts of glucagon needed for infusion. The recommended uh, that high-dose insulin euglycemic therapy and catecholamine therapy be optimized before adding glucagon infusion unless readily available in adequate quantities. Calcium channel blocker overdose can also receive treatment with glucagon. In this instance, glucagon is a second-line therapy behind calcium, epinephrine, and high-dose insulin and dextrose. Glucagon's indication have continued to develop since its discovery. Research is ongoing to treat asthmatic bronchospasm as a constituent in bi-hormonal artificial pancreas and more traditional insulin to and treat arr- arrhythmia secondary to cardiac anaphylaxis. Mechanism of action Glucagon binds G-coupled uh, surface receptors found throughout the body in varying concentrations binding to the glucagon receptors in the liver, GI tract, heart, pancreas, fat, adrenal glands, and kidneys activate adenolite cyclase, which in turn raises CAMP levels. CAMP stimulates glycogen- glycogenolysis and glu- glucogenesis, resulting in the release of glucose primarily from liver glycogen stores. The extrahepatic effects of glu- gli- glucagon are also mediated by adenite cyclase, including the relaxation of smooth muscle and positive inotropic effects. Administration. Drug Forms. Glucagon can be administered intravenously as a bolus or infusion, intramuscularly, subcutaneous, and intranasally. Glucagon is available as a dehydrated powder, termed a glucagon emergency kit, which is reconstituted with supplied sterile water as, or as a purpose-formulated intranasal spray. The epinephrine injectors, a pre-filled glucagon injector, has received approval. Injecting glucagon into the patient's thigh, healthcare providers will most often encounter the emergency kit formulation, necessitating reconstitution before injecting the medication but the intranasal spray may be encountered with increasing frequency in hypoglycemia kits for layperson use. The intranasal powder requires no preparation and administration is via a spray into the patient's nose while holding the other nair closed. It is available in market, in injection one milligram glucagon, subcutaneous injection solution one milligram and 0.2, and 0.2 milliliters, Subcutaneous auto-injector solution is 0.5 and 0 N 0 1, 0.1 milliliters. One milligram and 0.2 milliliters. Subcutaneous solution in pre-filled syringe. Adult dose. Hypoglycemia. Administer one milligram of glucagon intramuscularly, subcutaneously, or intravenously. Repeat in 15 minutes if required or administer a three milligram, one dose intranasally, uh, into a single nostril. If no adequate response can repeat the dose, unconscious patients should be placed on in a left in a lateral recumbent position to prevent choking. When treating a patient for hypoglycemia, administer oral carbohydrates to a patient as soon as possible. If the patient is conscious and response to glucagon, radiologic examinations as a diagnostic aid for relaxation of the of, of the colon. Administer two milligrams IM every ten. Uh, 10 minutes before the planned procedure. Radiologic examinations as a diagnostic aid in the stomach. Duodenum, duodenal bulb, or small bowel administered dose ranging between 0.25 mg and 2 mg IV over 1 minute. Special patient population. Pregnancy. Glucagon can be administered to treat hypoglycemia in patients with diabetes. Breastfeeding application, implications. Implications. There is no information about using glucagon in breastfeeding women. Because of the high molecular weight, it is secreted in low amounts in breast milk and can be destroyed by an infant's gastrointestinal tract. Glucagon has a good safety profile when administered directly to infants by injection, so no special precautions are needed. Patients with renal impairment or hepatic impairment, no information is provided in the manufacturer's label. Adverse effects. Nausea is the most commonly frequently encountered adverse effect of glucagon administration. With an incidence as high as 35% in some studies, hypertension has been described up to two hours following administration for GI cases due to inotropic effects of glucagon. Additionally, severe anaphylactic reactions, including hypotension, rash, and vomiting, have been observed to, uh, to the protein structure. Hypersensitivity reactions are rare, and most have occurred in the endoscopic setting with IV administration. Adverse reactions from a glucagon administration become more likely with the IV route and when given in higher doses. Less common adverse reactions include rebound hypoglycemia in the setting of insulinoma and worsening hi- hyperglycemia in the setting of pancreatic glucagon-secreting tumor. Additionally, the positive inotropic effects of glucagon can precipitate severe hypertension when administered to patients with pheochromocytoma, and should be avoided in favor of oral or IV glucose for emergency use in the clonidine suppression test for pheochromocytoma diagnosis. Contraindications. The only absolute contraindication to is, is administration is hypersensitivity to the medication. Most hypersensitivity reactions occur in GI imaging patients. Relative contraindications include use of in neonates in, ch- in children, which may not have enough sufficient glycogen stores, patients with known insulinoma, pheochromocytoma, or glucagon-secreting tumor, also known as a lactose allergy. Some formulations contain lactose. Monitoring. Monitoring following glucagon injection should include a blood pressure, heart rate, ECG, serial blood glucose checks, and signs of hypersensitivity reaction. Monitoring is recommended for up to two hours after administration due to the medication's duration of action. Administration Administering doses of exogenous glucagon over the dose required can predictably result in adverse reaction requiring intervention. However, this is rare in the literature. Insulin antagonizes glucagon, but toxicity should not have treatment with insulin in most circumstances. The transient hyperglycemia associated with glucagon administration is rarely life-threatening, and iatrogenic rebound hypoglycemia has substantial risk of harm. Treatment should focus on migrating the hypertensive response to uh, to glucagon with alpha blocking agents or vasodilators.